This is an ABC podcast. Roots and Shoots with Amber and Sabrina on ABC Radio Perth and WA and the ABC Listener. Sabrina Hahn, it's um, just after nine o'clock and I've already I've been defamed by the audience. Oh, that's it's pretty slick. It's a hard start. Somebody suggested I might have been on the sauce last night on account of the fact that I was having trouble forming words. Oh, but you don't even drink alcohol. I don't drink, yeah. So, yeah, so I can understand more... them slagging me off, but not you. <laughs> but... The problem was, so last week, I've managed to get here in one piece this morning, having fallen down the stairs one week, pranked my car into the bollard last weekend. That's right. Mm. My efforts to be fully awake this morning, I got up half an hour earlier mm. to um, combat, so make sure I didn't fall down the stairs <laughs> or crash my car. To do everything extremely slowly with great caution. That's right. And so as a consequence, I can't speak properly by <laughs> 8 o'clock. So I'm just trying, I'm still trying to find the right balance with this job. Sabrina Hahn. It's all right. You'll just you'll just slowly slide into it like we it's all have. It's an adventure, I think, isn't it? It is. And and it takes I reckon it takes about six weeks to get into a a new sort of role. Well, and it's for you been whole, twelve. <laughs> Has it really been 12 weeks? I'm not sure. No, it can't be. It can't have been. I was going to say, you know how... more than six, though. (laughs) Well, sometimes it takes longer than six weeks. Um... (laughs) To form a new habit. You know, because I've been doing this for something like 28 years or something, it's really interesting to, to look at how I've... My whole... Presentation sort of has gone. The professionalism's gone really <laughs> downhill over the years. I think I've aided um, and abetted that, though. Haven't I? <laughs> so now it's more of a because other people say, "Oh, you know, how much research do you do?" And I and I think, "Oh, I wonder when I researched something for Saturday mornings." Um, no, I do. I do homework, but you know, it's not what I'd call prep. But it is. I mean, you know your onions, literally. I do you? literally you know, your know my alliums. Indeed, yeah. <laughs> I do. And speaking of alliums, we were. Yes. Well, we we never used to be able to get the ornamental alliums with the big, <gasps> big purple, purple. balls because mm. we're not allowed them to come in to Western Australia. Why? Uh, quarantine laws and there's stuff, there's all sorts of, you know, disgusting diseases that they have over East that we don't have oh. here yet and pests. I swear so it might we, be like the potato board. You're only allowed to have two sorts of potato. <laughs> Wasn't that just the dumbest I know, thing? I know, I know. Anyway, back to thing. onions. Um, anyway, so there are alliums which I have seen in the nursery which are all potted up and looking absolutely Bloody marvellous because during the week, Amber, I've ripped out almost the entire right-hand side of the front garden and I'm so excited. Wow. And starting again. Yeah. She, she walks so the exciting. walk. So exciting. Every Saturday you've spent hours in the garden. Yep. Oh, you're a champion. What's uh, People have been calling or at least texting since, okay. since 6.30. Six, oh, God. Top of the was here. Yep. Hi, Sabine Amber. City of Kalamunda. Yeah, I'm furious about this. Has just voted down tree canopy protection legislation. I am aghast. Truly time for action. She's joined the tree canopy advocates and believe... Their stand is near yours at the Calamander Garden Show on Sunday. Time to collaborate. Sarah. Yes. So, Sarah, you and thousands of other people are becoming really concerned about lack of action on tree canopy protection. So I'm at the Kalamunda uh, Garden Festival all day tomorrow. I'm doing two talks, one at 10.15, one at 12.15. Um, so, the, so the tree canopy advocates have asked if they can come and um, pitch a chair in our tent, which we have said we would love you to because so many people want to know more about the, the um, organisation and how they can actually do their best in their own local council to try and get older trees protected in this state. So come on down, people. 
The language was fairly heated in in places where I was looking on various social media accounts um, on Thursday around the danger of certain old trees. Uh, so that seems to be the argument for that the policy doesn't address that, like yep. you need to chop this down because you're worried it might land yep. on your husband. Well, you know, you could say that about ageing people. They're dangerous because they trip over and fall over all the time and I am a great example of that and they break bones and stuff. I too am a great example <laughs> <laughs> But you won't be cutting us down, I can assure you. So the thing about anything that is, you have to remember a a tree takes 70 years to really come into its own. So when we are 70 years old, we need maintenance. We need to go to the doctor. We need either bits replaced in our body or removed or pruned. Pruned. Um, Fertilised, watered. (laughs) Yeah, we have to have all that extra nutrition going into our bodies. Trees are no different. We need to manage our older trees. We need a tree policy where trees actually get that management plan. I have a 70-year-old lemon-scented gum that grows over about three houses. I have to have an arborist come in every two years, check the integrity of the branches on that because I don't want my tree falling on other people's houses and that's part of a maintenance program. You don't just cut something down because it's old. Mm. We still drive old cars. God only knows how safe they are to drive. Yeah. So it's... Even the new ones are dangerous (laughs) depending on operator error. True, but at least now they have airbags. I drove out to the Swan Valley on Thursday and there was a run of, I don't know what they were, but their trunks were like white satin. They yep. were shiny, yep. some sort yep. of gum tree. Yep. And they were stunning. Absolutely. And yeah. it's, you know, you if you cut down an old tree, all the invertebrates, all the birds, all the possums, everything that lived in that tree for the last 70 years, because it creates its own habitat, its own ecological environment. You take that one tree out and if your main roads, you like to take about 400 of them out in a great row, um, you've just wiped out habitat for so many different things. Mm. So it's not, you can't think it's always about us. We have to now finally learn we live within an ecological system and we're just part of it. Amen to that. Ra, 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 I say. Yeah. <laughs> No, good on you. I Yeah, okay. We're going to take some calls now. Joe in Nedlands has tree saplings raised from cuttings. Joe, hello, Joe. Hi. Hello, Joe. What sort of, what sort of trees do you think they are? Um, spinosum fiddlewood. Oh, okay. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So um, I've taken them from cuttings and they've reached about a metre high. But um, what I've been doing is when it wants to branch out sideways yeah i've been knocking off the little twigs that would form branches so that i can get a straight trunk yes um should i do that until it reaches the top of the metal fence and then then allow it to branch or should i um allow it to branch when it's a very small sapling no no you're doing you're doing the right thing joe you're actually training it to be a single stemmed tree so you are doing the right thing yep so as I want it to branch at the top of the fence and mm-hmm. provide some privacy, mm-hmm. um, what, at what stage should I allow it to start branching out? Uh, not until it's about three years old. Oh, so don't go by height, go by... by no, by, by age of the trunk. Okay. Yeah. Because um, at the moment they're, they're thinner, they're a metre tall, but they're thinner than a pencil. Okay. Yeah, so are they getting enough light? Are they getting enough sunlight? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah, well, that's fine. That's nothing to worry about. You just keep on doing what you're doing, Joe. Okay, but but definitely not. So if it goes taller than the fence... Take its head off. Before three weeks, before three three years. Yes, you need to, you need to, you want dense canopy on top, nothing on the bottom. Yeah. Um, So cut it, so you need to cut its head off as well as keep under pruning. Otherwise it's going to be too wispy and, you know, won't be able to photosynthesise. 
Jackie in Wandering. Hello, Jackie. Good morning. Morning, Jackie. What's going on with your peach, Jackie? You're not on. I'm... Are you? No. She's... No, I'm not. There's That's a... all right. She's not on. But she's on now. <laughs> <laughs> she's all on or all off, this girl, half I asleep. tell you. Not on the sauce, but half asleep. Good morning, morning no, Jackie. Not on any funny stuff this morning. No, no. no. no she's been very yeah. good. High yeah. on life. Well, I've, got, I've got three peach trees yes. that have been grown from seed. Yep. And they are all slow and true, and they are very hard. Yeah. And I've always called them Golden Queen because that's what my mum called them. Yeah. And a friend gave me some Golden Queen last year that she'd bought in a shop. Yep. And they're not what my Golden Queens are. And no. These are sh- very shiny, thin-skinned peaches. Yeah. Most people look at them and say apricots. No, uh, peaches. Yep. Absolutely. And what's the proper name of them? Okay, so what happens, Jackie, with particularly with all sorts of fruit trees? So that they, different growers can uh, have the name for ten or twenty years, and then it and then it runs out of license, and so it's got no license. So new varieties, particularly of fruit trees, come on. So when they can't think of anything else, they look at all the old names and they'll give it. So I don't know what what your peach tree would be because in those days. All our parents grew all fruit trees from seed and there's there's genetic diversity within growing things. So who knows? No, well, this is I know this was oh, 60 plus years old with the original tree. Yeah. And my, they just they grow, grow from seed and they've yep. all been true. And so, very tasty and cr- crunchy like an apple to oh, eat. God, they sound divine. So, Jackie... You actually had the name first before anyone else, so I would call yours Golden Queen, and you can tell everyone else that they have stolen the name off you, and you would like, and you'd like some royalties, please. Do you think, what do you think of my chances are of getting royalties? <laughs> About zero. Batman and Buckley. <laughs> I reckon that's pretty close to the mark there, Jackie. Hey, Jackie. I reckon, I reckon I'm a shiny, thin-skinned peach. You could call it amber. Oh, oh, that's kind oh, of golden, Golden isn't it? amber. Golden. Oh, the, queen. Queen. Queen amber. Queen amber. Queen. There we yes, go. Queen Amber, the clingstone peach that looks like an apricot. <laughs> <laughs> you are the best, Jackie, from Wondering. Thanks for calling in. We've got a brilliant text here. Um, we'll, At hello. least you're not wrinkly. You know, some... <laughs> uh, debatable. <laughs> She's not wearing her specs. She's got her specs off. There we go. Put them on. Don't right. look that close. Ah, yes, hello, I see. Amber and Sabrina. Oh. We love your number one show from here in Arizona, <gasps> USA. Wow. Well, howdy, partners. I'm originally from Greenwood, Perth, and enjoy gardening in the Sonoran, is Sonoran? Sonoran Desert of Arizona now. Wow. Please don't hate the yucca. <laughs> we laughed heartily. <laughs> Sabrina was in top form last week, ranting against them. Yuccas thrive in the heat and produce exquisite white bell flowers on long stalks. Anything that can produce a flower in the extreme heat is a winner in my book. <laughs> Love always, Heather. Oh, you star, Heather. Oh, Heather, I tell you what, I will give you that. Um, and those white bell flowers, <clears throat> the birds love, and I don't know what else lives in the Arizona desert, but I can. I, Heather. I, I see your point. <laughs> I see your point. I don't think much else is going Consider to flower. Consider the yucca, oh, a new I, essay, yeah. not by Sabrina Hahn. <laughs> Brett has texted, has a raised garden bed of fabulous asparagus. Is that Ooh. a variety, fabulous asparagus? Given mm. it only produces for such a short period of the year, are there any crops one could grow amongst it for the rest of the year, edgy garlic possibly? Not garlic, no. Garlic won't. Don't forget that even though asparagus goes into dormancy, it's got those big clawed corms at the big the hand, hairy, hand a bit yeah. like an enormous tarantula under the ground. Oh, you're not big on spiders. Not big on bugs. Mm. All bugs. No, just mainly tarantula. Ah, okay. Anyway, so they have this root system that's quite (laughs) dense under the ground. You know what I would grow? You would be able to grow, so you want a fast crop, So and garlic's a long crop. 
croc, not croc. <laughs> a crocodile with garlic might actually be quite nice. Delicious. Mm. Okay. Um, so something like at this time of the year, you can put in English spinach, Ooh. rainbow chard, yes. um, even lettuce. Some lettuce. Um, so any of those bok choy, pak choy or the Asian greens, mustard, you could certainly put those on top. Let us unite for a glorious celebration of love. It's almost here. Mardi Gras! The ABC is your official home of the Sydney gay and lesbian Mardi Gras. Put on your dancing shoes. As we take you to the centre of the iconic parade. Everything is electric down here. Live with pride from Oxford Street. Go wild, baby. Come and join the party. Tonight from 7.30 on ABC TV and ABC iView. And head to the Mardi Gras collection on ABC Listen. You're listening to Australia's number one leisure podcast on yep. ABC Radio Perth yep. and oh, WA. Oh, Amber Cunningham. Oh my with God! Sabrina <laughs> Hahn, who is on a booby-trapped chair. I just, I just descended. It's <laughs> a bit of a worry, she just isn't it? Shot to the floor. Shot to the floor quite rapidly. Do you know one uh, Mardi Gras season? I was uh, travelling up in Northern Queensland, and we stayed at a A to Z because um, I can't remember all the letters in the alphabet uh, by. Whatever uh, <laughs> hotel, right? Yes. Um, and uh, so there was myself and uh, two mates, Liv and Frank, and we had two rooms because they're a married couple and I'm not. And um, so they weren't sure who to give the keys to because it, it was during Mardi Gras. So they sort of, <laughs> anyway, so Frank rings up and said, Have you looked in your drawer? Because there's usually, Gideon's you know, the Bible. Gideon's Bible. Yes. Now, there were condoms in the drawer for us and all the different colours had a look. Um, anyway, the, the, all the, the guys were getting all dressed up for the, for the Mardi Gras and we were down in the dining room and one of the guys had so much trouble doing up, <laughs> doing up his courses and stuff. So we went, do you, do you want a hand? We'll be your dressers. It was so much oh, fun. Wow. And I was so jealous of the costumes. I so wanted one too. Oh, maybe next year you can do one. Now, of course, you are famously the Mother Superior of the Sisters, Sisters of the Order of Precious Little. Yes. And I can say that because I am Catholic. Yes, absolutely. Because we've mentioned that once before and we got a little bit into We trouble. had a nun ring up. Did we? We did. In at, support of the in Sisters In support of-, of the Sisters of Precious Little. Um, <laughs> and... She was fantastic. She was great. Yeah. She had nothing against it whatsoever. Yeah. Um, so. There we go. Anyway, uh, uh, next year's Mardi Gras, <laughs> someone might like to frock me up. You might like to go as a staghorn. Ah, Rob from Bustleton's got a staghorn. Oh, hello, Rob. Oh, good morning, uh, Sabrina and Amber. Good morning. Yes, we have. Uh, uh, it's always the twenty-year-old staghorn fern. I think the variety is mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. two meters wide. Probably weighs forty kilograms. And Oof. unfortunately, it fell off. Fell off its mounting board. Oh, oh, look, I know that feeling when you fall off your mounting board. And if it's any, if it's as heavy as I am, Rob, you're going to need a crane to pick it back up. Well, we go red in the face when we try to pick it up <laughs> off the. Uh, <laughs> What's your foot valve? Yeah, we've become very attached to this over Yeah, the of course. There's some way we can remount it and hopefully not lose the plant. Yeah. Uh, now, they, as you've suggested, they are incredibly heavy. So you're going to you're going to need to um, get a, a, some burly mates around to help you lift it. Oh, now, is it is it is the back of it flat or is it curved? It's curved a bit. We we have attempted to remount it and and try to trim it up to yep. uh, flatten the back to help support it. Yeah. Uh, being so heavy, it's um, it too, I put a couple of those those uh, ratchet strap things around it. Yep. But uh, I'm not happy with the way that it's sort of it's hanging. sitting. It's, uh, you know yeah. what? Um, what you might have to do, Rob. <clears throat> oh, I've just seen the picture of no, it. No, that's Sue from Daliella. Oh, She's Sue's got a stag on as well. Wowzers. Same same issue though. So I think Sue from So what happens for with Sue as well um, is that you're right. The weight falls off, uh, makes them fall off. So uh, the the what's known as the dead side, Rob and Sue, 
where you've got all that frass and stuff, all the brown dead leaves, you can prune that off, okay, so that okay. you can get a better grip to the – you can put it directly on a tree. It's not going to harm the tree. Mounting them, remounting them on a board because they have to be flat against the board and you're better off using real wood, not MDF or that they prefer real wood. You have to actually get a reciprocating saw and cut them up. Okay, yep. So oh. you can cut them in thirds or quarters. You'll see where the where the actual um, horn part comes out, yes. um, and you can cut those off. You don't need all that dead stuff at the back. You can prune some of that off um, yes. to make it light enough to be able to pick it up to either put it on a backing board or to uh, attach it directly to a tree. Those ratchet straps are really good because you have to pull them tight. So there's, if there's any airspace between the board, the tree, and the staghorn or the elk horn, you can soak sphagnum moss or cocoa peat in uh, water and pack the back of it so the air doesn't get to the back of the plant. Right. Okay. Oh, well, I'll uh, endeavour to... We'll fix all that. Yeah, yeah, Rob. and good luck, Rob, because they're stunningly beautiful. Thank you, Rob. Now, Gail has called. Gail's in Northern. Hi, Gail. Oh, good morning, ladies. Um, I just wanted to ring up and share a beautiful experience that we had up here yesterday. Yeah. We had two black cockatoos with the red tails land in one of our jacaranda trees in our garden. Oh, and we very rarely see them up here, so yeah. that's the second. That's the second time they've been here. Wow! And we now when we hear them chirping, we run out and chirp back and say hello. And I, I think they started to recognise us, and they keep coming back now. Oh, Gail, so that's wonderful! Just, Can you put a large dish of water out for them? Now they will come to the ground to drink water. The black cockatoos. Oh, okay. Yep. They yep. need a deep, fairly deep, large bowl. Um, now, it's interesting that they're that far, that they're going up there because it means that they're on flight paths looking for food. Okay. Gail, if you – there's a thing called the Great Aussie Bird Count and it's really important that we log where the red-tailed black cockatoos are going in WA <laughs> so that we have an idea of how far they're traversing for for food or getting landmarks. So if okay. you, if people would like to join the Great Aussie Bird Count, you just register and then you yep. can log in where which birds come to your area when. Oh, that's right. I'll definitely do that. Then. Yeah, okay. yeah. Gail, but Gail, that's fantastic. Thank you so much. Now, a question from Kawarama from Sue. Mm. Can you let me know how much I can prune off my protea and still have flowers next year? We have a Mouses. picture of it. It looks pretty healthy, doesn't it? Oh, it's magnificent. Um, okay, so protea um, in the proteaceae family, same as banksias, grevilleas, hakeas. You cannot hook into them very hard. So no more than a third, Sue. So take a third off um, and you can do it now. Good. Mm. It is that time again. It is. Sabrina's musical pick of the week. Pick, pick of the week. I know you're going to dig this. Here we go now. That half hour went really fast. Oh, it did, didn't it? I can't believe that it's already 9.30. That's um, astonishing. Anyway, look, <laughs> I've got a song. I've got a song for the older members of our listening audience. Which would be me. And me. I listen as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to the sound of my own voice. Yeah, we have no choice. So, you know how when you get older, you tend not to move into things you haven't done before or stuff you've never listened to before? So, <clears throat> not this little black guy, 58 <laughs> years old, doing a brand new job, quite terrified. It's my absolute mission to do things that scare me. That's and what we part need of that to is do. To listen to new songs, I've got to say. We could bring a spider expert in. <laughs> 
she got me there, didn't she? Speaking of. Oh, put that to the test. Yes, we could, couldn't we? Because, you know, we've found new species of spiders and I think that's incredibly exciting because I'm a spider lover. But anyway, getting back to the song pick. Yes. um, So what I've decided is we'll go to a bit of Swedish house music. So we go to Sweden. (laughs) (laughs) And... We're going to rock a sock. Where do you get this from? Where from did you get Sweden. It? Yeah, but, but, but no, where, how did it come across Sabrina Hans? Oh, I don't know. You I have just your I ways. listen to everything. You do. Um, so this is uh, Ray of Solar. It says Swedish House. <laughs> Swear from Swedish House. Mafia. Also, Sabrina Hans has annoyed, annoyed all of Sweden. <laughs> I only annoyed Albany. Anyway, let's, let's have a listen. Ray of Solar by Swedish House Mafia. Let us know what you think. Oh, get your votes coming in. There are lots of them coming in. Not all positive. Hi, Nadia. Lovely to speak to you today. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Mornings with Nadia Mitsopoulos. Oh, I'm more than disappointed. They've done nothing. There's always been this action gap. My will should be implemented, not the particular opinion of my relatives. Mornings. I changed my will to put in a condition precedent uh, that if any relative purported to exercise a veto, they were disinherited. John, (laughs) did you really? (laughs) I did. On ABC Radio Perth, WA, and on the ABC Listen Up. That banger you just heard was Ray of Solar by Swedish House Mafia. Swedish House Mafia. <laughs> so when I'm in Mardi Gras next year, uh, that's going to be my song as Dressed I enter. Dressed as a stag horn. Yes, absolutely. Like, I think the word With stag bling. is appropriate there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Craig in Dudley Park, absolutely brilliant. Oh, uh, Nat from Darlington says, I've never danced cleaning the chicken coop before. <laughs> Uh, the Bertrams are rocking out in the car. Jane from Harvey says WTF, ah. Sabrina. Uh, some emojis there. I'm not sure what the mo- – oh, my God, is that the sister of the man who sings What the Fox Says? Signed, Napalm Neil's wife. Sab so will get that. She appears to have got that. Yes, Na- Napalm Neil likes to prune stuff. Oh, look, do you know what? I think there needs to be um, a group for Pruners Anonymous. Mm. When I asked around, because Andrew Cox once pruned a lemon tree and killed it. Oh. Uh, and I was so devastated and sad about this that I asked around at work. I'd known a mate of mine, Sue Dale, who didn't speak to her husband for three days after he pruned the Bougainvillea. Oh, really? And, and when I started asking men about it, they, they were overcome with guilt and shame. Oh, really? So they were in the Napalm oh, Neal department oh. of having, you know, done, gone too far oh. and made their wives unhappy. Um, my 30-year-old Volvo is cringing. <laughs> That's not a euphemism. Sabrina for president, <laughs> says someone else. Sab, you picked a banger. Love, uh, SHM Hoshi from... Oh, thanks, Hoshi. What's SHM? No idea. From Bunbury. Yeah, yeah, Veldigal. <laughs> Brilliant, love it. Sab, you need to work on your accent. Oh, sorry. I've not done a I've not done the Swedish accent. <laughs> but you keep trying. <laughs> I can't seem to be able to stop you. <laughs> if anyone would like to give me lessons, I'm open for it. Uh, I think I think um, there was general happiness there. I think I think it was a winner myself. Yeah, Amber. Well, I, I agree. Now um, we want to hear from all the all our listening, the faithful listening audience. Do you know what I love about that song is, it sort of lulls you into something that you think you're going to get, and you certainly don't. You get to something else, and then you get a little bit of the first bit back. Um, I have video of Sabrina dancing. <laughs> I was going off. Do you know what? And I suspect I wouldn't be able to blackmail you with it because you'd be no. perfectly happy. You, you can yeah. put that wherever you want because uh, people should know that my dance moves are serious. Can I put it in my pipe and smoke it? Yes, you certainly can. <laughs> Enid. Enid has, um, has a question and she's, she's enjoying us, the number one comedy oh, podcast. Very much. Oh, excellent, Enid. I like Napalm Neil, was it? Neil, Napalm Neil. Yeah, he's pretty lethal when you give him something and he wiped out half the garden, I have to tell you. Yes, them and a chainsaw don't go very well. No, no, they shouldn't be left alone together. (laughs) No. (laughs) 
Anyway, oh. Sabrina, good morning. Good morning. <laughs> um, I have a eucalyptus macrocarpa. Yeah. And it it's sort of it's not thriving, but it's still it's got four new shoots coming out of the base. Yeah. But it keeps getting like a sooty mould or something yeah. sort of into the yep. leaves and I don't know what I can do. <clears> now um, unfortunately macrocarpa are really susceptible to a, a, a fungal disease and also a bacterial one actually. So oh. Enid, <laughs> what I want you to do is I want you to spray the leaves with copper Oh, no, that might be too early. Spray the leaves with Mancozeb spray. How do we spell that one, please? M-A-N-C-O-Z-E-B. So there's lots of lots of different companies make a Mancozeb-based spray. M-A-N-C-O-Z-E-B. Now... I have seen macrocarpas that have been pruned to the most beautiful, dense, lovely shrub, but you have to prune it uh, regularly. So twice a year, little and often, you get a beautiful shaped macrocarpa. Yeah, oh, okay. I've just got one very, very daggy um, long shoot out of the top. Cut it off. And then about four around the bottom. Okay, so that long daggy shoot, I want you to cut it back by a third. There you go, Enid. By a third. Yep. Okay. Yep. Hope that helps. Okay. Thank you. Okay, thank you for listening, Enid. We, we love, love you. you. Yes, Marion of Maidley has sent through uh, a photograph. Her daughter discovered a nasty black area on this indoor plant as mm. she went away for the weekend. It's come back to my place for recovery, but mm. more black area is appearing. It was very mm. dry, so it's had a dose of seaweed solution and good water. What else can she do? That's Marion of Maidley. Nothing, Marion. Nothing. I want you to do nothing. I do want you to cut that leaf off, though. Um, now, it could be a soil-borne disease. Uh, so I want you to let that plant dry out. So scrape some of the soil away from the, the base of the stem of the plant and do not give it anything for three days. Just go, you'll be all right, come on now, have a little chat. Don't swear at it because it's already stressed and then it'll just die. Don't play it Swedish house mafia music. Swedish house mafia. Um, so I wonder what a Swedish accent really Well, you know. Look, talk. if there's anyone from Sweden lis- listening, can could you, you please in? call hmm. so that we can you can teach us how to do a Swedish accent? Yeah. Now, last week we mentioned that we would like to take over the big studio downstairs so yeah. we can have an audience. Yes. And the higher-ups were listening, which oh. is – that's astonishing in itself. No, We must be bloody good. Yeah, we're good. I mean – we are their flagship show, the number one <laughs> podcast. We are the number one gardening comedy podcast Get in up. Australia because <laughs> we also play Swedish house mafia music. We do. And so please, Swedish people, one three hundred triple two seven twenty. don't text because there's no point in that no. unless you can spell Swedish accent phonetically. Mm. And so back to our big studio Big show, studio. Live show. Yes. That's going to be happening in June. I don't have a specific mm. date for that, mm. uh, but – it seemed to be that people were keen to be able to join us. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if we should have games that we should play. Like if you had beer pong, what, what could we have What for studio um, audiences? Well, for a start, we are going to play a song. We'll have the song pick as per normal. <laughs> but the thing is anyone that comes must get up out of their chair. It doesn't matter how much they jiggle, wiggle or whatever. But I can tell you now, dancing will be compulsory. We might play that tune. Let's do... <laughs> um, what else? But I want, I want some games to uh, oh, play. Let's... Okay. Well, beer pong's a bit... A lot of people don't drink beer. No, but that's what I'm saying. We need oh, to kind of modify that. So you were just talking tea-pong. about jiggle, jiggling and dancing. Yes. Louis Theroux, Duke and Jones, Jiggle Jiggle. My money don't jiggle, jiggle, it folds. I like to see you wiggle, wiggle, for sure. There we go. Yeah, that'll do. That, that'll do. That'll do. Um, 
But if people do want to see me jiggle, jiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Yes, that's this Thursday. Mm. Tell us what's happening this Thursday so at the museum. at the museum, at the WA Museum. Your um, favourite fossil, Sabrina. Hunt. I know. I actually won't be the oldest fossil there. I quite like that idea. Good to know. There's stuff that's <laughs> lots older than me there. Um, so uh, Jeff Hutchison, the beautiful Jeff Hutchison. Our friend. Our friend, our mate from the ABC, um, is going to be having a chat with me at the museum so it'll be full of laughs and god only knows what else i never know jeff Is it a bit, so what the, jeff the, won't know he won't know it's called we were all young once. we were all young like once so i'm going to talk about all the stuff i used to get up to when i was a kid including were there spiders in shoes spiders prickles? in shoes there was murderous intent to parents <laughs> there was Vaseline, there was, oh, I can't tell you. Anyway. You still have a kit, a survival kit that you had when you were a child. Yeah, that I, yeah, that I, I wrote out that I needed that. Yeah. Um, anyway, that's at the museum from 6.30 to 7.30 this Thursday. Get along to that. if you Come on like down know. if you want to wiggle and jiggle with me. She's not just a pretty face and nah. a lexicon of gardening terminology <laughs> nah. and an encyclopedia of gardening information. And a lover of Swedish oh, house I'll tell you where else I want to do a show is from where? Geraldton. Oh, Gero. We've got a huge fan base up in Gero. Sam had put us up. I'd be able to play all my music to him, except he's got, they've he's got, got a, a baby. baby. I can hear an indicator, Christian, Ooh. from Geraldton. Are you in the car? I've just pulled up, actually. Good man. Mm. What's going on with you? <laughs> um, yeah, I've got I've got a beautiful old olive tree, and um, I've trimmed all the um, little shoots that come out of the base, and they've all just come back with a vengeance. And I don't want them because I want to build a little deck around it, so it can be a feature. But I yep. can't do it if the shoots keep coming up. Ah, so you want to prevent the shoots from coming up? Yeah, because it's, it's very old and the tree's spectacular. But, yeah, there's just these weird little tiny – well, they're not tiny if you leave them go, but they're yeah. coming out of the very base of it. That's quite normal for old olive trees. They all do it. And, Kristen, you're just going to have to keep cutting them off. Oh, there's no way of preventing it? Okay. Well, there is – look, there's a, <clears throat> there's a hormone, a plant hormone that you can get – that you spray on your trees. It slows growth down. But you need a licence <laughs> to get it and I, I just keep cutting it off. Okay, cool. Uh, um, no worries. Yeah, they came back so, so profusely. I thought, yeah, oh, maybe I made it work. Yeah, no, no, no. No, nope. Christian, okay. thank you for that. Thanks, Christian. We love Geraldton. Hashtag we love Gero. Uh, I'm not sure if we're being maligned here or if it's just a time zone issue from Mary. Swedish people have probably turned <laughs> off their radios by now. But I'm talking about immigrants. Surely there are Swedish people. Look, let's ring the giant furniture emporium. I nearly yeah. said that blue and yellow yeah, name. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, they might have probably a Swede in there. To, yeah. I, I'm very willing to take... Uh, elocution lessons. Yes. On everything. Laura has been a joy and a delight. She says at our um, big studio, I called it the Sab, Sab and Amber's big studio. Oh, Hoot I Nanny. like that. The big studio Hoot and Nanny. Uh, and I chose a special font in the email. It took me hours. No, it didn't. Um, Laura <laughs> says we should play Pin the Lemon on the Lemon Tree. I could not agree oh, more. Oh, yeah. Uh, she also has a music request. Play Strome. I don't know what that is. Asha, maybe don't Asha. you worry. I'll, I'll bloody Asha, can you I'll get us find a bit it. of Strome, S-T-R-O-M-A-E, so we can play it because yep. um, Laura has requested that. And says both of you come and join Perth Pride Parade in November. I think we should. Dressed as lemon trees. Oh, that's right. Ours is in November. Yeah, we can do that. No, you, well, we can't both be lemon trees because we'll prick well, each other. Well, you're a staghorn. Yeah, I'm a staghorn. <laughs> I don't want any. I don't want to be pricking you. Linda says uh, her different back here has flowers. I've never seen the flowers in all the years I've grown them. Oh. is this common? Yes, unfortunately, Linda. Uh, now, if you live in the tropics, if, you, if you're in Asia, you will see flowers on different backyards uh, more often. They really love humidity. Okay. Unlike the Swedish. <laughs> I'm going to complain to my own show, <laughs> to the boss. Um, Catherine from Kerouarama oh. has a mite infestation in her woolly bush. Oh, it's nothing worse. And, and, but the other thing is it's not actually mites. Uh, they look like galls on your woolly bush, darling. That's what I was thinking. Um, now, the, it's it's a bit blurry, the photo, but 
it it looks like Gauls. So what are Gauls? Okay, so Gauls French people. Are... <laughs> <laughs> oh my whee. Oh no. no. <laughs> um <laughs> No, they are galls can be caused by insects, bacteria, fungus, just for the hell of it. Um the galls need to be cut off. Now I suspect it's an insect, not a fungus. Um, and woolly bush will get it if they're a bit stressed. So you have to cut those galls off. It's not mites. How do you spell gall in this instance? G-A-L-L, not As G-A-U-L. The gall of me to criticise yes, your that's Swedish right. accent. Yeah. Uh, Alicia's husband, Rowan, suggests mm-hmm. that instead of beer pong, we play, instead of beer, it's seed packets in the cups. Good idea. They're hard to throw in a cup. Well, it's not meant to be easy, Sabrina. You bet. But we we need oh, we we'd need rectangular tea cups, tea, tea bags, tea pong, yes, tea pong, there we go. tea bags, <laughs> and to make it more fun uh, and really messy, because you know the studios love it when we well, I bring dirt and stuff in. Um, the the tea bags will be dipped in in a seaweed solution, and, and then we fling in it. Them. Oh, no, anyway, I'm complicating it. Yes, yeah, and then we no, fling we, it at what? We fling it in the cup. It's rather than So bi- there's a bit of weight to yeah, it. Yeah, so rather than tea ping pong, it'll, it'll be tea flick flong. Okay, so it's a wet tea bag mm. pong. Yeah. <laughs> what do you reckon? Rolls off the tongue, doesn't <laughs> that's, it? That's a, that's a cracker. We need more than one game, though. We have to have another game. Yeah, we do. Um, mm. Like maybe not quite so physical that we would just trash the <laughs> studio, studio down here. No. Raymond mm. um, has a clump of giant birds of paradise, Strelitzia. Yes. That he'd like to send to the spirit in the sky. Yes. What's the root system like? Raymond, you will need a front-end loader or an excavator or, or you need... You need half a dozen strong, willing, committed people with axes, uh, reciprocating saw, mattock and a crowbar. Their root system is horrendous. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we. <laughs> um, so... Good luck. Don't don't Dynamite, do it. Don't do maybe. it on a don't do it on a really hot weekend. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're a mongrel to get out. Uh, okay, now back to something else. Yes. Morning, ladies. Any idea what's happening to our pig face? Oh. I removed this plant as well, but dead. It was all all but dead. But there are some of these spots on the other plant. Unfortunately, whatever the photo that was supposed to be attached to that isn't. It's not B in Mandra. I'm. Oh, okay. Je- biased Barb is want, wants us to come to Jarrah. Oh, Jarrah. Okay. Yeah, we can do it. Lapsang Sushong. Oh, Lapsang Sushong. Flong. Yeah, that's because the, the Lapsang lap, Lapsang Sushong is a is a weird tasting tea, but um, I like it. The lap song Chong fling flong. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to say that by Sandy, nine o'clock that's in the morning. Brilliant. It's a great idea. No shade on that. <laughs> no shade on that at all. Look, we have got time for calls. One three hundred triple two seven twenty. If it hasn't all devolved and gotten too entirely silly for you, and maybe like I might insist that you do a French or Swedish accent. Yeah, I don't care where you're from. Um, yeah, p- please call. Yes, come on now. Come along. Yeah. Come along now. Andrew says, bought an electric chainsaw and can Ooh. now prune heaps before my wife intervenes. Sometimes she doesn't even notice. Couldn't do that. Oh, because- With a toothbrush. No, see, electric ones are quite stealth. Stealth Andrew, mode. The That's, cunning. The swearing required to start the thing was usually enough to alert her. <laughs> the dark moves were afoot. See, and this is why we're Australia's top comedy leisure podcast. It's because of you. It's not us. <laughs> I've got an electric chainsaw. I do love it. Do you recommend it? Well, I need to go bigger now because, you know, I've mastered the little one. I want a big one. I want a really – well, not too big because they're too heavy for me. If uh, Laura, I was – yes, go on. No, you go. Laura requested we play Stromae. Oh, yeah. We have a let's, let's – 
ces pensées qui me font vivre un enfer. That's not weird. I thought it was just pretty weird. Song in French. No. Okay. Um, love it. Love How do it. I get rid of a yucca that keeps suckering? Jaden in Darlington. You Shouldn't s- have planted it in the first place. You send place. it to the desert in Arizona <laughs> and they'll love it. Dig it. I know it's a mongrel to dig up. Um, now, so, Jaden, what you need to do is you need to poison the little thing um, because it will keep suckering because of the type of root system it has. So you go and get your little electric chainsaw or your hatchet, mm-hmm. tomahawk, mm-hmm. Uh, and you smash into it. Then you have a little glass jar, which is 60% kerosene, 40% blackberry and tree killer. And after you've hatcheted it to, 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 to death, then you paint it with that and lo and behold, it be gone. 60% kerosene and 40%, 40% blackberry and tree killer. And what we need is a name for this concoction. So along oh, with thinking yeah. of games to play in oh, yeah. Sabrina we, and Amber's big studio, Hoot Nanny. Yeah, we, Hoot think, Nanny. We need a name for that concoction of 60% kerosene and 40% yep. Blackberry Killer. Yeah, we uh, Because you talk work. about it every week, don't I you? I do. And I've got to make people work. They can't just yeah, ring yeah, in and get stuff and nothing. Show without being creative. Exactly. Do you know what? People are prescribing creativity mm. and play. In, for your mental health and your overall health and well-being yep. in the same way that exercise was being prescribed when the norm campaigns yes. life begin it. Yep. They're realising that creativity and play is as important to our overall well-being. So Dr Sabrina and Dr Amber prescribe yes. you to play. come up with a name yep. for uh, her treatment. We've we've also come up with the, um, what was it, the Roots and Shoots scale of... Yeah, scale of death. Munted, <laughs> yep. From munted to I don't know what. Yep. Kay is on the line. Kay, what's going on? with you um i have a hippie ash well, i have several hippie ashtrays and they're in pots yeah but um they're finished flowering obviously yep and the leaves are growing in massive proportions yeah um I, i've got leaves that are probably nearly a meter long wowzers um, <laughs> what what do i do about that do i cut them off no so no, 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 because the leaves, Kay, are putting all the energy back into the bulb and if you cut them off, you're not going to get good flowering. So, oh, right. so no, just just leave the leaf. <laughs> Le- okay. Leave the leaves. Don't they love, don't they right. love kind of being oh. overcrowded in a pot, sir? Yeah, hippies do. Yeah. Um, hippie astrums. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, look, I was a hippie once and I liked being crowded, crowded in, in a pot. small space. <laughs> was that crowded around a pot? I can't remember now. Peter from Austrilind. Peter. Good morning, Morning. Are you on morning. speakerphone, Peter? Are you able to come off it? Uh, God, hell. You're a bit muffled. But Not great. Is this all right? Just ask you. Just ask the question, and then we're just going to drop you like a <laughs> like a hot rock. I have Dichonda repens kidney creeper yes. growing in a small area on the east side, and during the summer period, yes. the winds just seem to virtually kill it off into little pieces. Yeah, and then when it's winter, it comes back. Is there anything similar that's a little bit hardier? Thank you. Uh, good question, Peter. Um, now, the dichondra is a Queensland plant and requires lots and lots of water. But it depends if you want to walk on it. There's very few other. I don't recommend Lipia because it gets a flower and attracts bees and then if you wear bare feet, you get stung. There is a, a plant called Myoporum, M-Y-R-O-P-O-R-U-M, Parvifolium, P-A-R-V-I-F-O-L-I-U-M. So Myoporum or Creeping Boobiala, lovely flat native ground cover. Um, It's beautiful. So I would use that one instead. Okay. Thank you, then. Thanks, Peter. Now let's pick up Penny in Les Murdy. Hi, Penny. What's going on? Hi. I've got some Iris that I had for quite a while, and then they weren't doing any good in the pot. So I yeah. moved them out into the front of a rose bed. Yeah. But I 
they're just not thriving. In fact, with the hot weather, they look as though they want to die. Oh. And I want to know, should I lift them and put them somewhere else with different soil and yeah. what should I feed them? Penny, I would put them into a shadier spot, actually. Um, and make sure you've got lots of compost in the hole so they love it really free-draining. And I know in Les Murdy some of the ground can be sandy but some really clay. So lift them, lots of compost or a, a combination of compost and potting mix. Caroline in Como, what's going on with you? Oh, I'm desperate for some advice. I look like I'm going to be losing a gum tree that I planted about three years ago and it's got... Uh, the the leaves are starting to turn rusty um, more and more every day and i just got to find a way to rescue it. Okay. Um, so it could be a fungal disease. It can be... Oh, there's so many stress factors on all our gum trees at the moment because of the um, the heat extremes. So most gums will actually sort themselves out, but in winter... Caroline, you could actually spray it with uh, a Mancozeb-based spray. Okay. That's about okay. the end. But you can't do it, don't do it until it cools right down. Okay. And okay. then give right. it some fertiliser, wetting agent, water it well and see if it, it will pick up. They usually recover. Okay, cool. Uh, I really appreciate your help there. Okay, no worries. Thanks, Caroline. Thanks, Caroline. Thanks, Caroline. Now, someone has suggested, mm. Alex has suggested suck this as a name for the blackberry killer <laughs> kero- kerosene mix. Uh, yeah. No, don't know. Don't know. Might have to wait for other suggestions, I reckon. Uh, the time has come for us to say goodbye. The walrus said. To, to speak of many things. Mm. Of ships and shoes and sealing wax and cabbages and kings. Kings. That used to be my favourite poem. Yeah, I did a little illustration. I painted a cabbage. I painted oh. a shoe for my son. Before he was born. Oh, how and beautiful. I had intended to get through the whole poem, but I didn't make it. That's the end of Roots and Shoots. It's the end of Saturday, Brecky. Thanks so much for your company today. Uh, I'm sorry my speech has been a little bit, I don't know what. <laughs> I'm, I'm pleased you all enjoyed the song. Every week I get a, yes. Yep. See you next week. Thanks for listening. You can join us live on Saturdays from 10 o'clock. Head to abc.net.au slash Perth. Or listen on your radio to ABC Perth on DAB Plus or 7.20am. You can text your questions in on 0437 922 Call us in the studio on 1300 222 720. Roots and Shoots will be back midweek to answer more of your gardening questions. Don't forget to give us a five-star rating. And share the episode with all your friends. You've been listening to an ABC podcast. You can discover more ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.